Welcome to Abracadabra, a personal and spiritual development podcast designed to inspire, expand, and empower you as you traverse your inner work. I'm your host, Jazz Bori. I'm an astrologer and a coach with a community full of 21st century women who are brave, curious, and obsessed with living in alignment with what their soul came here to be. These episodes are an invitation to your next breakthrough and a catalyst for a deeper conversation with yourself. So join me in exploring the topics that fuel the fearless pursuit of your soul purpose. listening to this when it comes out. I am doing this as a bonus episode this week. I wanted to do something special for today and I feel like it's perfectly timed because of everything that I'm kind of moving through right now and the week that has been and I had plans of just putting out a regular episode with this week's podcast, like just to have as episode 100. And it just didn't feel right. The episode that we have coming up is extremely powerful, but it felt like a new era. And even though I recorded the episode that's coming out this week, actually over a month ago, it's a beautiful conversation, which you'll get to hear all about next week. But it's a powerful one. It's, it's really going to be, um, a big fucking deal, the conversation I'm having. And so I thought instead of having that be episode 100, that the precursor, that there was a precursor that was necessary, I think, because I can even hear in my voice when I was editing next week's episode that there's just something different. And it's funny. It's like past me new what future me was going to find. And I think, you know, especially this year, I've been on a pretty big journey of reinventing myself, which has actually just been a precursor to what I've fully arrived in over the last week. And so I want to talk to you about what's happened over the last week, this new level new door I think I'm walking through um, and share all those things with you. Um, But first, before we get into all that, I want to start by saying thank you. Oh, thank you so, so, so much for a hundred episodes. You know, this community over the last hundred episodes has remained intimate and small We've had really consistent listens since the first episode. And so I'm sure there are people who have dropped off and new people that have come. But what I've noticed through all of you babes who DM me and tell me that your podcast listeners is that even if you came recently to this podcast and found me recently that you've actually felt the desire to go back and listen from the beginning, which I think is so beautiful because this is not a play-by-play podcast. This is an episodic new adventure every time we jump on here. The structure does not call you to do that, but your heart does. And to me, that's your curiosity speaking. That's your bravery to continue to self-inquire and get to know yourself on a deeper level and have real, honest, beautiful conversations with yourself. And to know that that's my audience 
that I have people that are in my energy that are like that. Like, that's what I look for in my connections in my life. Like, these are all traits that I value in my deepest, most intimate relationships. And if you had told me two years ago, I think, when I started this podcast, I think it was actually even longer. Wow. I actually think I started it in like October 2019 that this is how I would really find my people and that I was not alone in the way that I thought about the world and that I could be a leader, a catalyst for other people and that got to come true. I mean... I would believe you because that was my intention from the beginning and it's always been that way. And I've been able over the last, you know, two and a bit years to really hone that in and clarify that in new and beautiful ways. But I would be so delighted. And so before we jump into the episode and everything that I want to bring forth to you today, I wanted to thank you and let you know that I see you all and that I love you all and I know you're all future clients of mine. I feel like honestly, whoever, like whenever people work with me one-on-one, they always come through the podcast. So I know I'm speaking to you and I'm already coaching you and I'm already serving you. And I love this for us. So I just wanted to dedicate this episode to you. You guys have been on this journey with me. You have been through so much with me without you even knowing. And I get pretty raw and vulnerable on the podcast. But I do look back in hindsight and wish that I had opened up a little bit more. And so, you know, when I was reflecting on the last hundred episodes, I would always say that I'm somebody who shares in integrity and I'm somebody who shares in, um, in integration, but there's a big part of me that I've noticed over the last little while that wants to speak not just from integration, but also from the midst of evolution. And that's something that I want to commit to um, through the next level and the next hundred and so episodes um, because it has become so apparently clear to me, you know, particularly through these first few months of 2022, that I want this, you know, to like the intro says, be a catalyst for a deeper conversation with yourself. And why I love that is because it calls me to not having to be perfect and just asks me to show up and I get to be your teacher, but I also get to be your peer. And it's actually that part of this work that I do, you know, that's the difference between, you know, a coach and a therapist, right? therapist doesn't have to have gone through what you've gone through or a coach that experience is required in order for you to be in in integrity as a coach which is why I love coaching um, because selfishly I I get to um, let my pain help your pain and that really helps me so I wanted to declare that today to you guys through my gratitude and thanks that I want to share more candidly and more vulnerably and I'm excited to do so in a way that obviously feels good and you know obviously in integrity and all those things but 
it feels important to me to be able to come to this community whilst it's intimate and I guess quote unquote small, even though I don't feel what I do here is small at all because I see the impact that it creates on you guys. And that's really special to me. And I just wanted you to know that. And so that gets to be my superpower with this podcast. And it gets to be this, that means that this place gets to be somewhere of refuge for me, because I know that it's somewhere of refuge for you. This gets to be a place where we can level more. And you would have seen that as my intention, particularly over the first few months of 2022, I've changed just the way that, you know, I approach, uh, these podcasts is it's not about teaching you. It's about sharing and teaching you through my share because really I can sit here and tell you what to do all day long. But if you don't have those conversations with yourself and you aren't applying this to yourself and you're not critically thinking about how this applies to you, then I'm taking like to sit in that teacher seat, it can turn into guru and that's not what I am. I always want to, you know, give you the bits and pieces that helped me along my way. Of course, always will do that. But it just feels really beautiful to be in this place. And so I'm really excited about it. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here for 100 episodes. And this episode is fully dedicated to you. Okay, so let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. So for context, um, I actually wrote this in an Instagram post, which will accompany this episode. And I feel like I really distilled everything down um, through this caption that I wrote um, for, for the post. So I just wanted to read it to you so that you have context of exactly why this 100 episode is so fitting for everything that has happened in the last week of my life. So here we go. Last week, I manifested my affirmations into reality. Let me explain. For the last six months, I've been writing at the end of a daily journaling practice the following quote, I am magnificent, life is magnificent, all is magnificent. As I scribed this last week in my journal practice, it finally felt like a true description of my life experience, not just something I was calling in. I started my business during the pandemic. And so last week I took my first trip in two years with the intention of fully living in the freedom I've created through it. As I sat in beautiful Airbnbs, exploring, shopping, serving clients, launching programs, and connecting with my soul sisters, I felt the arrival. I did it. It's here. That pride lasted all of five seconds before I started thinking, okay, now what? What they don't tell you about manifesting is that once you get there or once you get it, it propels you into your new desires. At every level I reach, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude and a new hunger. A new palate emerges ready for me to source and taste from. So what is my new mantra that I'm anchoring in and affirming? It's kind of big. I am living a life full of joy and pleasure. This statement feels uncomfortable, foreign and unrealistic. It feels juicy and rich and downright delectable. This statement calls me into deep work with myself, my subconscious, my lineage, my shadow, my heart and my soul in every area of my life. Uncertain is an understatement, but so is hungry. It was the same concoction of sensations that fueled me to the moment full of love and success, into this moment full of love and success, so I know I've got everything that I need. I'm sharing all the intimate details 
of this new ride on the podcast today and how I plan on getting there with the intention for your inspiration so that you too can start living in the palette of your desires. It'll be episode 100. How bloody fitting. Love you forever. JB. So now that you know the context of this episode, what I will say without kind of going into detail about the week that I just had, I actually vlogged the whole thing. So if you do want to see more and be with me visually through it all, I actually documented it. Um, And that vlog will be coming out next week. So make sure that you are following um, and subscribed on YouTube. That way you don't miss it. Um, So I'll leave all of that there. But I want to talk about who this version of me is. Who is she who lives a life full of joy and pleasure? And the five things that I'm going to be doing to make it happen. The reason I want to share this with you, as I said just before, is my intention is for your inspiration so that you too can start living in the palette of your desires is because we don't just have new desires or we can very easily just have new desires and think, oh, okay, like, you know, I have new desires and then we don't really do anything about it. One thing that I think particularly as women we're told all the time is that we, our desires are not to be taken action on because a woman and her desire and living a full and pleasureful life can sometimes be threatening to the patriarchal world that we live in. When I say can sometimes be, I mean, it is. And so I think with women in particular, queer people, we, and non-binary people, I feel like we wait with our desires. And what I want to do today through sharing this with you is not only give you a structure for you to start pursuing your desires, particularly if they are new and different to what you desired last week, last year. But also if you're in the position like I am, where you've manifested a lot in your life. And like I say here is it propels you to move forward even more. So I I pray and my prayer is that today I not only get to share with you what I am calling in and my next level and what she looks like in her identity, but also for you to understand that that is an integral part in you manifesting, in you reaching your goals, in you becoming who you want to be in you changing your life, in you stepping into your soul's purpose. This is a practice that I did probably around six months ago when I started writing, I am magnificent, life is magnificent, all is magnificent. And the identification of what that woman looked like and who she was and the five things that I was doing to make it happen, knowing what those were, they were really beautiful anchors for me um, and created pathways and access points for me to fully realize my own next level. Um, What I will say before I jump into these five things is that um, I have people in my corner. Um. I have people that I am surrounded by who will hold me accountable to this, who will help me heal what needs to be healed in order for me to get there. I am not doing this on my own. And I highly recommend that you too find 
a friend, a coach, a therapist, a PT, a person, a community, one or all of the above to help you do that too. Um, But with that said, I am going to be sharing with you the things that I will be doing um, and that I can take full responsibility for because this is where it starts. All those people are only going to be beautiful cherries on top, but it all starts with you. So who is she? This version of me who lives a life full of joy and pleasure. And what does she do? So, and what is she going to do to make it happen, basically? So the first one is she doesn't play the martyr. So this kind of plays into what I said earlier about this idea of diving into my subconscious and my lineage. For forever and a day, when I look at the women in my family, all of them had really hard lives. They were not shy about letting people know that their lives were hard. And so for me to say that I want to live a life full of joy and pleasure, whilst the women in my family were all incredibly brilliant and I look back and I think we're breaking the mold on so many things. I mean, on my mother's side, you know, she married a Chinese man in the 60s, like the late 60s, who was divorced and had like three kids. Like that was not a thing. She didn't have children until she was 30 um, or in her early 30s, I think. Like she really broke the mold and just kind of did whatever she wanted. I mean, interracial couples were just like not a thing then. Um, And especially with like the racism, like there's so much that there's so much that, you know, my, my grandma, my mom's mom has overcome. And that's just like, this is only what I know of, like from that, like I don't know anything more about my great grandparents. So, you know, she had a really hard life. Um, really, really hard life. And so joy and pleasure, I mean, though in the way I'm thinking about it, like that's not her reality. Like that's not a reality that my matriarchal line has ever really felt. And same kind of goes with my mom. Like my mom's extremely happy. She, you know, loves her life, like whatever. She finds joy in her life. But I have witnessed them hold on to their hardship. And I think that that has stopped them from fully being in pleasure. And I mean, I come from a line of like hard, serious women um, who are hardworking and and incredible. And that's amazing. I want to keep that, but I want to rewrite. And I know it's important to rewrite that story around joy and pleasure and that my joy and pleasure will not just be through motherhood whilst that I would love for that to be a part of my story, that that's not the only place that I get to get it. I get to get it from myself. And I think particularly as somebody who is thinking about marriage and children in the next, you know, couple of years of my life, I think it's really important that if I really want to be in joy and pleasure, that that stuff has to be looked at before I start giving myself over in that you know, divine feminine motherhood way. And I, and I don't think I've ever had that. And I've even noticed it within my own relationship and how I move throughout my life. And I've healed it in, in, in some ways, but it's this allowing of fun, play, pleasure, joy. Well, not just allowing, it's like the necessity of it in my life. Um, and the fullest, expression and being in it without any inhibitions. And I think martyrdom can sometimes can be something that I have witnessed. And that was just an example on my mother's side, but not on my father's side. You know what I mean? So it's like 
that's just one example of many. And I think it's really important for us to look at our matriarchal lines and see what belief systems, what energies, what behaviors have been passed down to us from them. And when I say passed down, I don't mean like through DNA, whilst I'm sure there's a whole bunch of science around that, that's really great. But just through, you know, what we take in as children Um, and the martyrdom is something that I really want to leave behind. I don't want to, I don't want to have that hard worker thing, like be my, I don't know, like my excuse, my identity. Like that's just not what I want. I would say that that's the opposite of joy and pleasure. So that's really exciting for me. And that it feels like really big work. Two, she seeks out joy and pleasure for herself. So this is kind of two pronged. She seeks out. So it's this idea of actually being, um, actually being proactive in seeking out joy and pleasure. Oh, and the last thing as well, I will say about the previous one about martyrdom. I am like what I'm doing practically, like how I'm actually making that happen is I am working through that in therapy. That's something I'm working through. I see a hypnotherapist. I'm becoming a hypnotherapist. Um, yeah, that's something that I'm really working from on a subconscious level because I know it comes from lineage. So that work is um, I've allocated straight to my hypnotherapist who I'll be working with all year, which feels really exciting as well. So secondly is she seeks out joy and pleasure for herself. So firstly, it's the seeking out. It's the um, it's the intentionality and in actually going out and getting your own joy. So what that actually looks like is um, trips away. So obviously I had this trip away last week. If you've been following along on Instagram, you would have seen I was in Queensland. Yes, I got stuck in the floods. Let's not talk about it. I'm home now. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, but despite that, I still had a really, really beautiful time and I felt extremely grateful. And as I said in my post, or as I said earlier, um, I felt really magnificent. I felt fully free and that felt really, really amazing. And it felt really full of joy and pleasure. And so because that's where all of this started was whilst I was away, I want to you know, do trips in ode to that uh, mantra that I'm now adopting, this affirmation that I'm really in this anchor that I'm adopting is with these sort of like, you know, week trips away, whether that's back to Queensland where I was or, you know, to Melbourne, I would love to do an overseas one at some point this year, but we just never know with everything that's happening. Um, So that's one. Uh, and then two, uh, the second one is doing an activity. Well, let me just be frank. It's pole dancing. (laughs) So for me, dancing is something that I did growing up. It's something that I connect a lot of joy to. And the reason I chose pole dancing is, and not just regular dancing like I used to is because this is a way for me to play with my inner child, but bring it into my adulthood. This idea of like inner child stuff, like it's really hard for me to like handle, like it's hard for me to have fun. Like I'm fucking healing fucking martyrdom of like hard work. Like, you know what I mean? Like this isn't going to be simple. So for me as well, my Leo is on my mid heaven, which is, um, so Leo, which rules all things, joy, pleasure, inner child, all these sorts of things, which, you know, our inner child is so connected to play and pleasure um, and joy for, you know, us lucky ones who had really great, you know, childhoods. And even if you didn't, there's at some point that, that beautiful play and innocence that you get to tap into and fun and childlike energy. And so for me, that all that energy is encapsulating my house of work and career in my chart. 
So whilst it means that my job is really like, it's important for my job to, you know, feel really fun and to feel exciting and to, you know, have all of that there, um, which I get because I'm passionate about my job, which I knew was really important for me when I started reading my chart and looked at my chart for the first time. That was the first thing that really popped out to me was like, I have to be passionate about my job because of that Leo energy right at the top of my chart over my house of career and Dharma. But the flip side of that is, is there's a seriousness or like there's a maturity rather that also comes with my Leo energy. So I used to dance as a kid. And so I didn't want to just go back to regular dance class. Firstly, it didn't feel exciting to me. Um, It felt like going back to something, which I didn't really want to do. Um, So I was like, how do I bring that into adulthood? Like, let's pole dance. Let's do something like that. And I've been saying I'm going to be doing, I've wanted to do that for ages. I just like never have. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to book like a term. Like you can, I looked at a place, I found a place. I've just got to book it. Um, I'm going to book like a term. So I have to commit and I'm really excited about it. And plus I have the shoes because I used to wear them clubbing (laughs) when I was like 19. Um, So I've got all the goods. I've even got knee pads because I had them from when I was a dancer and I've held onto them all these years and I don't know why. And now I know. So I'm really excited about that. That feels really like there's nothing that I'm going to get out of that. Like I don't want to be a pole dancer for a living. Like I don't want to be in a competition. I don't want to do anything like that. That just feels like it taps into the maturity part of like pleasure and joy. Um, and that's really what it kind of feels like for me. It's, it's play, but it's adult. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's mature. Um, and that doesn't just mean like sexually. I just mean that like it's 30 year old pleasure, not seven year old pleasure. I find it really hard to, to tap into that. And I think also for me, just now I'm just going off, but like I worked as a kid, like even though dancing was fun for me, it was always work. Like I literally worked Like I got my first gig when I was like five and I didn't go to school for a year. You know what I mean? Like I've been, there's something about just regular dancing that feels really studious and really like I've got to be the best and all this sort of stuff. Whereas like pole dancing, it's like, it's new, but it still kind of taps into that. So I'm excited about that. Number three, she adorns herself and her space. So I've been talking about this in the vlogs. If you've been watching the vlogs, you will know I've been on a bit of, bit of a journey with my uh, wardrobe. So I kind of committed to just starting to dive into like the things that I like on more of a surface level and playing with my wardrobe and my clothing and my fashion as a way of reinventing myself. What I realized on the trip is that I love shopping for really beautiful, empowering pieces. I did a big shop a couple of weeks ago. I think I showed it on Instagram that I got like a whole bunch of basics and I feel so good about the basics that I've got. Like I feel like I've got outfits finally. Um, I also, I'm going to show this in the vlog, but I just need to tell you right now, I bought the sickest pair of fucking vintage Levi's whilst I was away and the joy that it brought me was I'm like out of this world. And what I realized, I was like, oh, these feel really good because they're vintage. They feel really good. Like they fit me perfectly. Um, They weren't like crazy expensive, but like, you know, they were, you know, an investment, like they're jeans, right? Jeans are never cheap anyway. And like, if you're going to get like real jeans, like these are Levi's. So I was really, it just felt really good. And then um, like I bought this beautiful, like I just bought, I bought a whole bunch of beautiful pieces. I literally show it all on the vlog. So you'll see. But um, that was like a light bulb to me that like, I don't want to spend my money frivolously, but I do want to find the joy like I, it was a really joyful experience. Like I just loved shopping. I loved actually getting out and shopping. 
So for me, this is around like clothing investments. So vintage shopping, um, yeah, of course, maybe go and, you know, buy something new every now and again, that's totally fine. But like, there's something about that whole scene that gives me main character energy firstly. And I feel like someone who's living a life full of joy and pleasure has main character energy. And, um, yeah, it's about kind of investing in pieces. So that's the first one. And I'm also going to do another wardrobe cleaner. I did one not too long ago, but I'm really like really going in, um, again. And I think I'm going to do this like seasonally. So, um, like the pieces that I bought without actually even realizing they're all really great pieces for autumn, which is what we're moving into here in the Southern hemisphere. So that feels really exciting and just kind of doing, bigger shops per season, but doing it in really beautiful ways with great clothes that have a story or really mean something to me. Jewelry is another one. Like I want to get my ears pierced, um, get a couple more holes in my ears. Um, I want to get some tattoos. I almost got a fucking tattoo, but I didn't. Um, yeah, just adorning myself. Um, and, you know, wearing clothes as well that feel comfortable, like all this stuff is really starting to come online. So it's really just about kind of committing to that and finding really beautiful process in it. When it comes to my space, what I mean by adorning herself and her space, I am going to get a fucking cleaner. <laughs> like we actually had someone clean here, like in January, I think like come in and do a full clean. I was talking to Dan last night. I was like, babe, we're both busy peeps. We're both, we've, I'm running an empire. You are busy being a science, a science, amazing man. He's a scientist. (laughs) He's an environmental scientist. He's doing his thing. You are like, we're busy people and we simply just do not have time. And I'm realizing just how intense my, um, my need for cleanliness, organization, um, chill (laughs) space, like is important to me. So cleaner, um, I'm going to start investing more in scents. So like, um, candles, I'm actually literally put some time in my calendar for Friday going to, um, the local shops and buying some candles, buying some room sprays, um, we're going to get better sheets, new pillows, just little things like little things like that, that yes, add up, but just really making sure that like my space is adorned. Like it's literally decor. Like it's not just decorated. It's adorned. There's an intentionality that comes with the word adorned. And so this is something that I'm kind of working into my, my self-love Fridays that you again on the vlog will know about if you've watched, um, I usually take you guys around my self-love Fridays. Um, It's just really important. It's just really, really important to me. And I'm done with feeling guilty about that. Like someone who lives a life full of joy and pleasure doesn't feel guilty about that shit. You know what I mean? So we're getting a cleaner. We are just doing cute things. I'm fully, I'm committed to decorating my office. I know the vibe I want to go for. Like I'm feeling really good about it. Like I'm really excited. So those are the things I'm, how I'm going to adorn myself and my space. Number four, she has an abundance of time. Yeah. If I'm living a life full of joy and pleasure, I have time, babes. So what does this mean? How am I making this happen? I'm scaling my business. This year is about scaling the business. It's about not just doing like not having the bulk of my income come from my one-on-ones. So what's really exciting for you guys is that there is going to be more accessible ways for you to work with me. Know that it is coming from an astrology perspective, from an inner work, self-mastery perspective, personal development, spiritual development perspective, all that stuff that I talk about. And then it's also coming from a business perspective. Okay. So I'm really excited. It doesn't mean my one-on-ones are going anywhere, not in the near future, but understanding that long-term, 
I have to be unapologetic about the fact that my next level has an abundance of time. And the one-on-ones, whilst I love them, and I think I will always do them in some capacity, they will be shrinking down. And we have talked about this, um, you know, with my team over the last couple of months. um, And this year is really about setting that up. So I'm really excited about that. I have so many amazing things coming. One of the first um, iterations of that was Mystic Mentorship, which came out last week, fully went online. It is still available. You guys can jump into Mystic Mentorship at any point. And if you jump in now still, you will still be able to join us for the live Q&As. I'm doing live Q&As for the next four weeks. Um, And we've got two more that are coming through. So if you want to learn astrology so that you can better understand the inner workings of astrology, like fully get online with it. And, you know, I know a lot of you guys are obsessed with astrology and that's a big reason why why you listen. That's the course for you. It's basically information that you get to have forever to actually help you understand not only astrology, but also mysticism in general. So we, we um, cover tarot, we cover oracle cards, and it's there so that you can understand this ancient wisdom without the gatekeeper, you know? And also if you are someone who wants to be an astrologer or you want to be a mystic and that's that's something that you feel is part of your dharma, that's also the course for you because you literally get everything and we also have learning opportunities as well once you graduate. If you decide to want to do that, yeah, you can literally take an exam, an online exam, and um, we will filter through learning experiences, paid and um, free learning experiences as well. So that's the first iteration of that, you know, rather than me, I can't talk too much about what's coming next, but something is coming as well, you know, to replace my, my readings that literally nobody has done before that I can see that I know of. And I'm really excited because it makes reading, it's going to make reading your chart like so much more accessible for you. You know what I, it's anyway, I'm excited about it, but we're scaling the business. Um, and the other part of that is, um, you know, she who has an abundance of time and lives a life full of joy and pleasure, that bitch sleeps. Like she sleeps eight hours a night, nine sometimes, you know, like she reads. I've been loving reading lately. Like I've been loving it, literally loving it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, exciting for me. It feels really exciting for me to have more of that time. And that's one thing that really came up as well last week was I had felt like I had so much more time. I literally didn't. Like I still saw all the clients that I normally see. I launched a program, like I did so much stuff, but I also had so much time outside of my business. And that's really important to me. And I think when we're home in Groundhog, sorry, in Groundhog Day, we can make excuses, right? So I can, I know that about myself. I know I'm healing workaholism, workaholicism. And it's like, you know, we need more time. So scaling the business, the bitch needs to sleep. We love that for me. And then last but not least, she lives in moments of laughter. Playfulness has to enter the room for the woman who lives a life of joy and pleasure. Yeah. I want to stop being so serious. Like, I swear I used to be funny. Like maybe you guys think I'm funny. I don't know. But like I had an ex-boyfriend who would literally describe me still as like very funny. And I don't know if you guys really get to see that because I think sometimes, you know, the shit that we're talking about is like, it's serious. It's heavy. It's inner work. It's spirituality. It's all these things like that aren't necessarily like don't necessarily call for humor, but I just want to break that down. Like, I think that the version of me who lives in joy and pleasure laughs more and lives from, from moments of laughter. So the next moment of laughter, 
So there's a playfulness, like I said, that has to enter the room. There's not so much a silliness, but a sense of freedom and inhibitions have to leave. And it calls forth my truer essence. Like guys, I'm like a performer by trade. You know, I know how to like hold a room in empowerment and joy. Like I literally know how to do that. And I don't feel like I transmute that through my business and this work in in ways in which I actually really want to. So I'm going to get funny. I'm just going to like let shit fly. And I think that you guys are going to enjoy it. (laughs) I feel like it actually used to be the thing that people would say they probably liked about me the most. Um, And I feel like I've really lost that. And I think that that comes with the patriarchal idea of the older women get, the more serious we have to get. If you're, you know, out here having too much fun, you know, there's a lot of bullshit ideals that come along with that, that we're not taken seriously. And I'm just like, fuck that. You know, I, I really want to show that side of me more. I think I still do, like I still do in in bits, but I want to be more intentional about it. Um, And I think, how I get more intentional about it is I kind of drop this idea of like what a coach has to be. I want to perform for you guys. I want to make you laugh. I want to just have a little bit more, like I'm not really a serious, I guess I am a serious person, but like 19 year old me wasn't. And she had a lot of fun. Like I look back at that time in my life, I'm like, fuck man, I was like having heaps of fun and you know, I don't drink. So I think, and I'm, and I'm completely sober. So I think for me, it's always been really hard for me to tap into that and almost a little bit scary for me to tap into that full, just, you know, freedom, joy, pleasure, you know, all of that stuff. So, um, it feels really exciting for me to have an intention around that. And I'm really excited to bring that forth through the podcast, through my work, through my Instagram, like I'm going to kind of let, let it fly. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, I'm really excited about it. So I pray that this episode has served you, that it's got you thinking and got your mind ticking around what you resonate with, maybe around what I've said, what excites you. Take notice. Take notice of the things you're like, oh, I, I think that that sounds really cool. Well, that sounds really exciting. Or yeah, I really resonate with that. I used to be funny too. <laughs> you know, like I want you to think about those things and have that be the jumping off point for what it is that you're calling in. What's the next level of you calling in? Because we can sit here and say, I want a brand new car and I want to buy a house and I want to get married or I want to have kids or I want to start a business or I want to, I don't know, whatever, buy a dog, all those things. But the the way that those things manifest is through the feeling. And so instead of attaching ourselves to the goal, the monetary goal or the, the material item, what happens What I know is that when we kind of detach from that and start to think about the essence of the being of that, who that version of you is and find a mantra that feels really good for you. Maybe I've said something today that you're like that. Yes, that's my mantra. Then you will be able to get all of those goals and more, you know, like for example, I don't know how much the version of me who is living a life full of joy and pleasure earns. I could sit here and say, okay, well, and she earns $500,000 a year. But what if she earns a million? What if she earns 2 million? Yeah, those things will come. And whilst they're exciting and, you know, from a business perspective and from a goal perspective, you know, they're important to have an awareness around. But what I've found Last year, what I did is I really switched that and just really pursued essence. Those things start to come to me and I get to also have even more creative ideas that I, I couldn't have possibly, um, visioned when I was in a smaller version of myself or in a different version of myself. I allow it to come through me and I know that I can get those things because what I'm cultivating from an essence perspective, is going to be a vibrational match for that. That's what manifestation is. And so I want you to do this practice. You know, what is that line? And you may just hear it. Like 
full transparency, I don't think I said this, but like this came through, this line came through when I was meeting up with one of my clients. I talk about this in the vlog, so it's coming up, don't worry, but I was meeting one of my clients and she, my old clients who I also met on a retreat, like back in 2019, she's just started doing energy healing and we caught up. She came to my Airbnb and she was like, I brought my stuff if you want me to do an energy healing on you. And I was like, fuck yeah, why not? Um, and she was like, you know, I'm just really struggling to find like the language around like what exactly I do. And so maybe doing on you, you might be able to kind of like give me that back and just help me kind of, you know, figure out what it is that I'm really doing and put language to it. I said, of course, I'm always down for a free, not that it was free. I ended up paying her because as if I was ever going to let her not be paid for her services. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm down. Like, let's, let's do this. And that was what came through in the reading, this idea of joy, this idea of um, pleasure, this idea of desire is really what came through and in the, in the session. And then when she left, she voice noted me and she said, you know, all these things that we talked about, you know, during our session, um, you know, they're really going to help you kind of step into that. This idea, she said exactly, I am living a life of full of joy and pleasure, that it's really going to help me, you know, step into this idea of, you know, the fact that I am living a life of full of joy and pleasure. And as soon as she said it, I was like, that's it. So trust your intuition. You may have heard it before, or maybe you've, you know, um, someone said it in passing and it just hits you and you're like, fuck, that's it. Listen, listen to that and ask yourself, who is she? And what are five things that you're going to do to make it happen. Yeah. So I love you guys so, so much. Again, thank you so much for listening to this, this podcast today, every week. I love you all so, so deeply. Once again, this is the Abracadabra podcast. I'm your host, Jazz Bori, and I'll see you in the next episode.